Welcome to Remedy Stories, a podcast brought to you by Remedy Church in Waxahachie, Texas. Each episode, we sit down to have an intentional conversation with the different people who make up our local church body. Our hope and desire is for God's glory to be shown through the sharing of each of their unique stories. It's our prayer that you are encouraged and edified through this podcast. If you'd like to know more about Remedy Church, visit us on the web at remedy-church.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Remedy Stories, where we are jumping right back into the middle of our conversation with Colton and Katie Oder. Again, this is part two of a two-part interview. So as always, if you haven't listened to the first part, definitely go back and check that out. Otherwise, let's get into it. And just so I'm putting the puzzle together, and I can't remember if we said this off air before we started or <laughs> since, but you ended up getting your master's. Yes, Katie. I did. Mm-hmm. And so that was, was that just a continuous extra two years at Tarleton or? So um, it wasn't in person, it was online. Okay. But my first year when we were engaged, we were still, they I call it long distance. Yeah. Um, so I was getting my master's teaching, coaching. He was teaching, coaching and involved in the church and planning a wedding. You know, it was like all two hours apart, all two hours apart. And this was like, this was actually a huge, it was a very, very difficult season of life. I went through a lot of struggles. Like Mm -hmm. I found out I had some health issues going on. I like, you know, planning a wedding is stressful (laughs) and doing all those things is just stressful. Um, so that was actually, that was probably the hardest season that we've walked through for sure. I was, it was a big kind of spurt of like depression, anxiety, and, and what was supposed to be like the happiest season (laughs) engagement, right? It's supposed to be the best season of life. It was the worst. Um, but you know, worth it to be here and to see God's like hand in that, in that season of life too. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely don't want to, you know, I don't, whatever you're comfortable answering, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's a serious enough thing. I don't want to skirt over oh, it. Oh, no, yeah. Colton, how do you, how did you handle that, knowing what she was going through and being far away from her? Did you feel like your hands were tied? Do you feel like you yeah. were able to kind of be there for her? Or what was that like well, for you? Well, it ended up being hard for me, too, because I wasn't there. You know, being two hours away, you know, you just talk on the phone and, um, I feel like I've gotten better, but I've, I'm not very good at that anyways, like the comfort area. And so whenever she was, you know, obviously going through a terrible time at, you know, her first job, um, you know, I, she obviously was not happy. And like she's saying, like, we're getting married. So <laughs> I, I wanted her to be happy. And <laughs> she wasn't. So um, it, it was a difficult time for me, but there was also no nothing that i felt like i could do um the only thing i you know i just encouraged her to i was actually going to go to steamville we were going to get married and live in steamville um and through those course of events you know that was kind of our our piece was hey we'll come here just get through the year we'll get married come to waxahachie and so that's that's kind of how it happened yeah yeah Katie, can you speak to the sense of community, I guess, either positively or negatively, like that during that time where yeah. you were at, was that, did you yeah. have good community helping you through that difficult time? Or Yeah, I, 
you know, I was still involved. Um, so I, I went from being just a student in that college ministry to even though I was working full time and getting my master's and all of that, I was now leading leaders. So of that, of that college group, mm -hmm. um, and very, I mean, I'm kind of reserved when it comes to like really hard things in life. And I've kind of just gone to the point where I'm like comfortable with sharing those things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that has to do with being involved in RMC because they've finally gotten me to open up yeah. <laughs> about things. Um, but I had really good roommates. I had two great roommates who are believers and they knew, I think the extent, like they knew the deep stuff that I was going through. Um, and then just a big thing that I just tried to make myself do is still show up even in the anxiety and the stress and everything was still show up to the places that those people who had encouraged me all those years in college ministry were at. Cause a lot of our friends were also leading leaders and all of that. So I would still go and, and being with them was just, I mean, they walked me through a really hard season and our college pastors, you know, um, brought me over and talked with me and, you know, there wasn't, you know, I thought I was going to be very judged <laughs> for yeah, like, yeah. you know, anxiety is like people kind of joke about anxiety. Like, Oh, I have anxiety. Like, but until you're actually walking through a really hard season of anxiety, like it is, I mean, it's no joke. Um, yeah. so having that community was huge, was huge for me. Yeah. yeah. I think that's something too, that recently I, I feel like I've kind of either realizing or learning, you know, seeing in, in my life and lives of people around me is it's really easy to retreat when we go through difficult times and our Very. instinct is to like, yes, remove ourselves yes. from community. And yet it's like the worst thing we could do. Yes. Because, you know, it's easy to walk through difficult circumstances thinking that those things are unique to us. Mm -hmm. When in reality, there's so many people who have experienced similar mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Maybe the circumstances around them look different, but that community is, is so um, eye-opening and helpful and supportive to know that you aren't the only one. And, and so, yeah, I just, I, you know, it's encouraging to hear stories of just being surrounded by people who can help help you through those times and yeah and it's always like so god ordained like when you do show up in that room and you hear and somebody does tell you a story of a situation that they walked through or that a family member of theirs walked through or something and like you said you thought it was so unique to you but you hear like how god brought them through mm -hmm. or that they struggled that with that exact same thing and you're like okay i'm not crazy mm -hmm. like right. there's nothing new under the sun like yeah. we're gonna struggle but god carries us yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, speaking of that too, Chad, and, and hearing that story uh, with you, Katie, like that's, it's encouraging. You know, I was, I actually saw a friend today and he and his wife, unfortunately, have kind of stepped away from the local church for, and they said it was going to, well, we're going to just do it for a season. We're just trying to mm -hmm. work on our marriage and other things. And there are going through some hard stuff, but you know, so they've been out of church for a few months or, or so, and I just asked him how their marriage was going, and he's like, you know, same old, you know, stuff mm -hmm. and everything. I'm just trying to, you know, and I've told him those things, but, like, going through those things in your marriage is not an uncommon thing, mm -hmm. you know, like with what he's going through. And the things that you're sharing right now 
what you know with the anxiety and just the being overwhelmed and stress and life like that's the feeling you you are having is not an uncommon thing right that we all go through at various seasons in our life um some more than others mm -hmm. um but we we all <laughs> collectively go yes. through those things yep. and for us to share those things with one another and to be a, or if we're not sharing it, at least we're around each other. Yes, yeah. And the, our friends are going to be like, "What's up? Mm -hmm. There's something going yeah. on." Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but if we're not around each other, if we're not around the fellowship and the or believers and the people that care enough to ask, like, yeah. well, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's I just really like. Like what you're saying, Chad, but just drawing out, just like your Christian community, mm -hmm. your church, and the sisters in your life yep. that just saw that and, and everything and that's a yeah that's 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 encouraging to me just to hear that part and everything thank you so yeah yeah and I also think going back to kind of Colton it was really hard for him but I remember there being a point in that season as well and I didn't mention this part I kind of forgot but this was also very recently my mom had gotten diagnosed with brain cancer and it was oh. all so like it was heavy just everything was all at once really mm. but I remember there being a part being like God just confirming like this is your husband and he allowed us to walk through that really hard season so Colton could learn like how to comfort in difficult times because mm. we're going to go through more difficult times you know if if we're if the yeah. Lord allows us to live another 30 years yeah. but um so I think that that season was so hard but it was also so like evident that God was just working through us and, yeah. and preparing us for marriage. And yeah. yeah, I would agree with that too. Like, like I said earlier, I was not the comforting type. Like that's, that's not my parents, I would say. So I, I was not around that either. And so like you're saying, like, it was good that we went through those hard times so that I was able to, mm -hmm. you know, at least get better and she could see what it's going to be like yeah once we get married yeah yeah it's yeah. good so y'all got married and then mm -hmm. everything's been perfect ever since everything's perfect. literally perfect that's yeah. awesome <laughs> <laughs> so y'all yeah. got married and then y'all moved to waxahachie mm -hmm. right after that were y'all married yeah. in waxahachie or were back in stephenville or uh Alvarado. Yeah, Alvarado. Alvarado halfway, is halfway cool. from okay. Stephenville and here, so all of our people could come. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. 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 So that was in July, t two years ago, mm -hmm. and um, yeah. yeah, it all happened at once. I think we moved her stuff like the week before, and moved it to her parents' house, and like we got married that next week and it was all quick like she went from Stephenville to being married like that mm -hmm. um i was already here luckily so it was it wasn't as hard on me it was yeah. easy transition so. yeah 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 right at the corner of 67 and 35 at the qt or <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that's, that's our favorite part yeah yeah it's so pretty over there <laughs> pump seven that's oh. it uh. <laughs> um Okay, so y'all are in Waxahachie. You're married. Mm -hmm. um, y'all are going on two years. What a... I mean, so you're looking for a community. Mm -hmm. um, you st um, and you're looking for a new church. What are... But y'all are obviously away from the people that y'all knew. Right. And so y'all probably kind of 
on each other a little bit more, focusing on each other, married, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. enjoying marriage, you know, getting to know each other, you know, and spending time together. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so what in that season, what, what's going on? Like, what are y'all learning in early year, early months of marriage and then just about yourselves, about God? Uh, I know me personally, um, our first year of marriage, I, which was, you know, a year ago, but. I learned that I had a lot of insecurities in like, I think there's areas of my faith, but also in just me as a wife, I was like really, I think I struggled for like a a while on like, am I a good wife? I am, I am so hard on myself about everything. When I say we were competitive, like there's a lot of, you're going to be the best wife. No, well, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I'm just hard on myself and, you know, we've had to walk that first year was actually like, I think we walked through a lot of just, you know, we, we shared a little bit about how we struggled the first couple of years to actually commit to a relationship. And I think a lot of those issues that we didn't ever really address in that season of life came to the forefront in our first year of marriage. Um, you know, nothing, nothing insane, but just, um, lots of hard conversations, I think. Um, and go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, no, I was just going to say that I think, I don't think that because we went from good friends, like really good friends to dating, I don't think we ever like went through that, that middle stage of like truly getting to know Mm. that person in a relationship setting, if that makes sense. Like we were best friends, but we weren't ever, you know, necessarily think about dating i feel like those conversations are a little bit different and we just skipped all that yeah. you know um and, and it didn't help that we were two hours away once we did <laughs> decide to date yeah. um and so i think that you know some things that we maybe didn't necessarily bring up while we were dating kind of hit the light once we got married yeah um yeah that first year yeah yeah so that was kind of some things that we walked through marriage wise and then we were a part of remedy um i think also the first year of being here at remedy we weren't really like consistent with a lot of things kind of like you said we were just married and like learning new things and doing all the things so um we came to a point um probably about a year ago we're like we really need to show up to all the events and show up to our mc and be if we're really going to be connected to this community, we need to actually show up. So yeah. we started that. We started to and committed to each other and to the Lord that we were going to start doing that. So um, that was good for us. Um, what was that? What what uh, what caused you to have that feeling and recognize that? Yeah. Was there anything specific or? Go ahead. Okay. I don't know if it was necessarily anything specific. I think it, I mean, we address our college ministry so much. I know that. But they really stressed when you graduate, when you leave this town, cause you will leave this town more than likely go find a church that loves missions, loves scripture, preaches scripture and be connected in the local church. Like they push that so hard. And so I think we were both just like, we're not connected. Like we feel kind of a lack of, community and I didn't know anybody here. So 
I would think I was especially feeling that. And so I think together we're like, well, what are we not doing? Well, we're not being a part of the local church. So we probably need to start doing that. Would you agree with that? Okay. Yeah. I think we, I think we were going every Sunday, but nothing more. Like it was, you know, on a Wednesday, if it was convenient, um, we would go, but there, I, I don't think there was ever anything that happened. Like you were asking, I think it was just, we both kind of hit that realization that, Hey, we're, we're not connected. Like we're just going through the motions right now. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's what our relationship was built on. I mean, that's the, the, what we went through and, and how we got to know each other. And so I think it was kind of easy for us to realize that together. Like, Hey, we're not, we're not connected to the church right now. We're, we're, you know, just going through the motions. And I think too, like remedy is not an easy church to just skate by it. <laughs> yeah. You, you just, you just don't walk into remedy and, and go unnoticed. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like remedy is one big giant Landon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that somebody's going to come after you yeah. in a good way. Yeah. That, and, I mean, and that's, that's yeah. one of the reasons we, you know, like we said, we, we bounced around during the ending of our engagement church to church when we could um when we could get together on a weekend um and that's one of the reasons we ended up here is just you're right like you're gonna get talked to which is we're used to this college you know that's that's what it was like you know everyone talks to everyone like we and so we we felt that at remedy yeah we showed up and it was Charity at the door, and she's like, hey, y'all are new. Like, you know, what are your names? And we told her our names, and um, then we went and we sat in there, and then we talked to Brian, and Brian met us, and three minutes later, he's like, are y'all doing marriage counseling? Like, you need, you know, just like pretty. <laughs> he's like, I know we just met, but um, so it was just funny. And then we came back, like, the next week or something. and Maybe even two weeks later. And Charity was like, hey, Katie, hey, Colton. And I'm like. How do you know? I don't yeah. even remember people's names two yeah. minutes after they tell me them, you know? So that yeah. was like a really big standout thing for us when we, when we came here. Um, and to kind of go back to your question for just a second, I think another thing was we saw how involved in each other's lives, like everybody else was, <laughs> and they knew each other's names and we still left and we're like, were those people new or have they been here for three mm. years? And we just don't know because we're not yeah. being connected. Yeah. So I think that was a big realization for us too. Like we saw how like everybody was having conversations and everybody was talking and um, we kind of didn't, you know, we just felt like we weren't, we weren't really reaching out to people and, yeah. and we didn't have that deep connection that everybody else was having. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. I think too, there's, there's such value in you, Katie, you had mentioned like just that commitment to showing up to stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've just noticed even there's such value in presence mm-hmm. and being seen and seeing others consistently Yeah. that, you know, and I'm guilty as, as, as the next person is like seeing and seeing people on a weekly basis and not introducing myself or, or whatever, but just even being, familiar with their faces and mm-hmm. I don't know I just think there's something about that that communal aspect of consistency and commitment and all those things it's it's almost brings like comfort like yeah 
if I, you know, and to the point where you start to notice when those people aren't there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I, I, you know, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say with that, but there's, there's definitely something to it. Um, just being, just being around it, it allows, I think for, even if you're not pursuing it, I think being around, you're at least opening yourself up to opportunities for relationship and yes. yeah. yeah, opportunities. That's the big, yeah, that's when yeah. we weren't connected, like we like we've we've been to people's houses you know like that wasn't even a thought whenever we didn't know anyone mm-hmm. i think that was the biggest thing we we're like yeah. hey we're we can't tell you half of the people's names in this but we've been coming on sundays you know so just having that opportunity to get to know people yeah um, that's good. was was big i mean it's encouraging just seeing people consistently like we're mm-hmm. saying I, I remember reading an article on nine marks a few years ago and it was kind of with the COVID um, when, you know, places are shut down. And this, the purpose of the article, they weren't, they were not shaming anyone. That was not the purpose, in the, especially in the, the middle of 2020. But mm-hmm. they were just saying the virtual church is not the actual church. Right. Let's just make that clear. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so, That's but um, yeah. So like when we see each other consistently, like I'm encouraged, even if I don't, get over there and say hi and talk to you yeah. because practically I'm carrying one or two children and dragging another <laughs> one. And my wife's looking at me, it's time to go, yeah. you know, like, and I'm the one talking, you know, but so I, I can't sit and talk to everyone on a Sunday, Yeah. but it's encouraging just to be with those people that I know their names mm-hmm. I, or I know their faces. If I can't remember their name. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, and like even someone did that to me the other day, and I still can't remember her first name. <laughs> um, I, I remember his, but I don't remember hers, you know. But yeah. it was just encouraging that they said that to me, and you know, just like that. And so, yeah, it's just being around each other consistently. Like yeah. we're taking time out of our our weekend to to meet and to worship and to pray and to listen mm-hmm. to the God's word. And uh, but yeah, it's been cool to see that uh, in y'all, say in this past year or so, and everything. Yeah. Um, so y'all have been serving in the college ministry, like y'all said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. How has that, um, the Remedy College Ministry, um, mm-hmm. Remedy Paradigm, whatever you got going <laughs> yeah. there. Um, but uh, so how has that been for y'all this past uh, year or so, however long y'all been doing that? Yeah, no, um, it's it's been fun. I, I think it's been different for us um, only because the what we've what we came from was i would say larger yeah it was more established yeah. i would say in the sense of sure. yeah 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 just yeah. It, they had been the the pastor that had been there has you know been there for yeah i would say probably 10 years um and so all the kids know him even if you don't go to paradigm like a lot of the kids on campus at least knew of his name's matt mabry um and so it was a little bit different that hey, we're the ones trying to, you know, get, you know, the few college kids that are here, we're trying mm-hmm. to get them interested. Yeah. Um, and actually having to think about, hey, should we, like, go walk on Sagu's campus? Yeah. Or, um, you know, any other campus around here? Like, what, is that what we want to do with this? Um, and so there, there have been a lot of uh, questions like that. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what, where do, we, where can we take this? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's been fun just to discuss, but also the kids that are there, you know, the college kids that 
were already doing things and then we just kind of stepped in and you know gave gave them a place to meet or at least you know helped lead conversation um it's been enjoyable just to be with with those the ones that are here yeah yeah and i think it's like in a way it's almost like a good thing it was so different because we kind of came in with this pressure of like okay is our job to like build this college ministry is our job to because our our students had been meeting for quite a while i mean they Mm -hmm. knew each other and they would just meet up for dinner and we're like okay so are we supposed to do something other than meet up for dinner and they're like no we're literally just meeting up for dinner just show up Mm. and you know lead lead prayer and stuff at the end and we're like are you are you serious? Like, uh, do we need to do anything else? You know, I think we <laughs> what were. What other day of the week are we yeah. supposed to meet? Like, yeah. It was, it so, was I mean, yeah. So, what day am I supposed to grab somebody yes. at yes. Sagu? What day should I show up at their door? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, it was like really good. It's been really good just to be able to invest in those, you know, I don't even want to say students anymore because they're starting to grow up. Yeah. Um, but to invest in them and like that also kind of helped us like get more involved, like yeah. in, in recognized faces here. Yeah. And, and we are, you know, we're aware that we're kind of like, we're younger, like in, in a lot of cases, you know, we don't have a family yet and, and all of that. And so I think like, we're, a, how do I word this? We're an age, right? Where we're not with college, but we're not really with like mm. young families. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit of an awkward place. So I think showing up and being able to, to pour into these college students, like is really good for us too. Like we still relate to them in so many different ways and, and it was just good. So yeah. and I, it's encouraging too, to just see that they have been meeting up, you know, they, mm-hmm. with, without anything, I don't think truly established, I would say, mm-hmm. um, they still wanted to meet up. They, I mean, they've been doing these for this for a couple of years. Um, even though I think for, for some of them, they, they kind of expected growth and even though there hadn't been the growth that maybe, you know, some colleges have, or maybe they were expecting, they're still, you know, they're still there. I think the core has been there for a couple of years now. And so that's just been encouraging too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, I think it's just encouraging to see y'all do that and serve in, in that area and, uh, just in a need. I don't know how it got started. If somebody asked you or, I don't or, know if, if we yeah. know how that got started either. I think, I think Brian. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think Brian kind of took over and was like, Hey, look, y'all are just <laughs> fresh out of this. Like y'all want to get back into it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, how, how does, how does faith, we've talked a lot about church and talked about even just recently, just uh, college ministry, but how does faith live out in your daily life right now? And then, I mean, some of that plays out, maybe the strengths and strengths that you have that, that uh, maybe spiritual gifts that you have, but how does that play out in your, in daily life with work, just with your community where, where you live, whether that's your apartment complex or what does that look like? Um, so, you know, we're both, well, I was just a teacher for a few years and, you know, he's in that realm, you know, teaching, coaching, and now I get to still work with students as an athletic director. Um, so ours is like, our <laughs> showing our faith is very, A, important with, especially with students. Um, but, and I wouldn't say 
be easy to do, but kind of in, in a lot of ways, like we have such a right in your face influence on these students. And maybe, you know, at least at my new job, I'm allowed to say the name of Jesus, but in the public school system, you're technically, you know, not allowed to say Jesus. So Mm -hmm. a lot of our showing our faith has been like through our actions, through our kindness, through the way that we love, at least for me, through the way that I try to love my students. Um, and I, I, like a big thing for me with my students was like, when I'm wrong, I'll share that with them. Like, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I messed up. You know, I pulled them aside and said, you know, you were actually right about this. And I want, I want you to know that, or, you know, situations Mm -hmm. like that, that, you know, I hope they're seeing that that's not just, you know, who I like, that's Jesus, you know? Um, and I don't mean to sound like old guy yeah been through it all anything like that. but that what you just described will translate very well to parenting like yeah. that's that's something that i've discovered that is vital yeah to parenting but also really difficult especially when your kids are just like aggravating <laughs> or you know whatever yeah. but still having the humility to to admit fault and yeah and i know that yeah, uh, that 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 will make a, a big impact on the kids that you're around. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, this is kind of like a side note, but um, I kind of do like some health and fitness stuff, too. And I have a team of um, it's actually an incredible way um, to just reach people. And so, you know, we work out together. We, you know, eat right together and stuff, but we also share the gospel. And mm-hmm. I've gotten to see a, like so many ladies just be like, they're reading Bibles for the first time in their oh, life. Wow. And awesome. yeah, God has used it for such good. So how did um, that, how did that start? It, one of my teachers from when I was in high school, she kind of started this business, like it's through a company, but she started her own little health and fitness gig. And I joined with her and we've, our, people really are like our, you know, age ladies, women Mm -hmm. who they might have, you know, I mentioned I had some health issues come up and that's kind of what started it actually to answer that question. And it's definitely faith-based. For sure. You know, we're, we share about Jesus, (laughs) whether people want us to or not, but, um, (laughs) but that has been a really big ministry for me. Um, so yeah. What about you? So, so Colton, what, how does, how does faith uh, play out in your daily life? And then like, are there just some passions or strengths you feel like that that's, that looks, uh, how do you feel like God's using you? Yeah. You know, in your daily life. Yeah. So like Katie was saying, uh, being a teacher, it, it's a good thing and it can be easy in some ways. Like, like Katie said, just action. Like how, how do you act in the classroom to the kids um, I think that's a big thing, but it's also hard at the same time. Um, for me, I've seen some of the situations that these kids come from. Um, you know, the furthest thing from following Christ. And so just to any chance you get, look and find an opportunity. Um, I, I have senior classes this year, and so there were many opportunities where it was kind of like, you know, they're interested in, you know, what their teacher does you know, um, and they're kind of getting to that point where 
I had a few kids, you know, they're going to college. So what are they thinking about? Parties, of course. And so I can kind of, whenever that conversation did get brought up, I was able to combat that Hmm. um, with just kind of what my college experience was like or like. Um, And so I would say uh, just in the everyday life of teaching, it can be a great thing. Um, It does make it harder with what these kids go through on a daily, especially if they don't grow up in the church. Um, so, yeah. I would also just add on to Colton, like, which he probably would never tell you this, but Colton looks so different from every coach, really like from average coaches out on the field, like they're screaming, they're yelling, that's their life. Mm. And just by watching Colton, like, I'm encouraged personally because he's not, you know, he's the coach who's walking over to the sideline after a coach just screamed at this kid's face and reminding them that this is not everything, you Mm. know, like encouraging them again, because, you know, Colton grew up in a house that was football was everything. Yeah. Just to hit on that. Thank you. The action, like I was saying, the, you, you have a lot of just teachers, coaches, all the above that, you know, it's it's not the easiest thing to do is go and deal with kids all day. And so they take it out on the kids. Um, and so it is tough to always be in the right mind and, and there for them and, you know, not be the person that they get, you know, don't want to deal with. Oh, I don't want to go to Coach Oder's class today. Um, but if you can build those relationships, that's all they're looking for. And then by the end of the year, like, like I was telling y'all, that was towards the end of the year, whenever they're comfortable asking me, you know, I wouldn't say personal questions, but questions about experiences, college and what that's going to be like. And I can be honest and, you know, bring up the Lord, Mm -hmm. um, and not, not think that they're going to, you know, get upset or anything about, you know, that topic or that conversation. Yeah. That's cool. I, I remember they've talked, there's one family that goes to our church that, their oldest, I think he just graduated, uh, and he had you as a teacher. <laughs> oh, and, boy. Yeah, yeah and, uh, <laughs> but he actually, like, the, he's not just where he's at spiritually. He's not really following Jesus, but uh, I just I got to talk to him a little bit, and I mentioned, oh, do you know um, Mr. Oder? And he's like, he actually, like, like kind of lit up a little bit and, like, mm-hmm. said, like, positive things. I was like, oh, yeah, he's a really cool guy. He's, like, really genuine and everything, like, so... Good, good work there. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's what you look for. I mean, yeah. that's that's all you can hope for is you know, you hope they learn at the same time, but you also want to build those relationships and you know be Christ like, you know, to to all these kids that might not receive that at home. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, good. that's big. I mean, my my oldest son has been in select baseball, and I mean that's always like the first thing that I look for is a coach who's willing to not just scream at kids, but like invest in them, mm-hmm. not only just in like sound technique and coaching, but as a kid. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, kind of keeping that perspective of this isn't the end all be all. Like mm-hmm. this is a game. Yeah. And the goal mm-hmm. is to, to, to teach boys how to be men. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. awesome. What's what's an area if you guys are willing to 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 open up as much as you want on this one but what's an area that you feel like God is 
maybe convicting you or challenging you right now? Yeah, so I actually just combined those two questions because that that was kind of what I had for like a challenge. Um, I I feel like every day I go home and, you know, tell Katie about, you know, something that happened in class, you know, whether it's, you know, a, a kid was acting this way, how, how was I supposed to, you know, be Christ-like in this situation? You know, oh, this topic was brought up. How, how do I be, you know, Christ-like in this situation? Um, because a lot of these kids, I mean, you can just tell that their, their home life might not be the easiest. And so how do you not parent them? Like not tell them, hey, you know, none of this is right that you're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, bring, bring up the Lord in, in that conversation to where they might get a little curious and, oh, maybe I, you know, want to look into this, mm-hmm. you know? So I would, I would say that's, that's kind of a challenge that I went through this past year is just how do I reach my students in a way that they're actually going to care? Cause if you just throw that on them, that's not what their parents do. So they could care less. Um, that's something I kind of figured out early on is if you, you know, bring up the topic too soon before you actually, they actually get to know you and trust you, then, you know, they're, they think you're weird. Like it's, that's a weird thing. To <laughs> they got to get your trust and respect. Exactly. Yeah. Before they want to hear anything that you have to say. Mm. Yeah. So Katie, what about you? Well, honestly, this is probably, probably been one that's been a little ongoing. Um, but just trusting him has like, I think it's been a little difficult. I'm stepping into a really new phase of life, especially with this new job and, um, you know, we're still pretty newly married and all these things, you know, I mentioned some health things going on and just trusting the Lord that, you know, he, he does have good plans and, um, and believing that. And I would say that's probably current. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of just an ongoing sanctification. Like yeah. it's, I hope to one day say that I'm not struggling with that, but I, I do struggle with that still a little bit. Yeah. I think that's our default. I know it's mine. I had that conversation with Aaron recently, like, mm-hmm. you know, at what point am I going to trust God first rather than after I've tried to do everything on my own strength? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. that's just, it's just our, it's our default. It's mm-hmm. our, you know, and, um, and so, yeah, I think it's not, Again, that's not uncommon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, and I think just I think prayer is a big part of that. Yeah, you know I think prayer teaches us dependence on God, For and sure. the more that we are have that attitude and that heart of prayer towards God on a daily basis, mm-hmm. I think the less prone we are to option one being. Hey, how can I fix this? Mm-hmm. You know, and instead it becomes, here, God, here's what I'm dealing with today. Yeah. I need your help. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I would say adding on to that prayer is something that I, I struggle with. And, you know, I've tried to start journaling my prayers. I've tried to, you know, set my timer and I, there's, I've tried different things and prayer has always been something that I really 
struggle with like just sitting down and doing. And I know it doesn't always have to necessarily be sitting down and doing, you know, but even just being continuously talking with the Lord throughout the day, you know, I want to, I want to do that. But then a couple hours pass and I'm like, I haven't said anything, but I've stressed about this, you know, and kind of like you're saying, so I would just add that on to trusting him and being in constant communication with him. Like that would be the desires that I want to have and, you know, and not to let like the daily stresses of life just get in the way. It can be so hard. So super easy, (laughs) super easy. So simple. Yeah. It's just like marriage. And it just, it, it, (laughs) yeah, it really compounds though. I mean, I've, I've, you know, that's been a huge challenge for me in my own spiritual walk is like the more things that, get added to my life. You know, it's, you know, you start, you know, college is like, all right, how do I make my faith my own? It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, my parents. And then marriage is like, all right, how do I, how do I love this person with all I've got and love the Lord Mm -hmm. even more so and keep him my priority. And then kids get added to the mix. (laughs) And, you know, for me, like I'm, you know, started my own business. So all Mm -hmm. these things are just taking up my time and my mental energy and it's super easy at the end of the day to be like, oh, I haven't prayed. Mm-hmm. I haven't read my Bible. What mm-hmm. am I doing? Yeah. No wonder I feel stressed and alone and anxious and all this stuff. Yep. You know, and so, but, you know, I think God is gracious and, and to us and, you know, not condemning us in those things, but just gently reminding mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. hey, I'm still here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And... I've got you, you know, like Brian preached about a few weeks ago, you know, that, that path that we wouldn't choose on our own, (laughs) but that he promises to be with us on, you know, that was such a good illusion when talking about the hiking trails and, you know, they're always named something so cute, Mm -hmm, but (laughs) the path is not always easy. And Yeah. yeah. The trail of fluffy bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> 44 miles yeah. <laughs> uphill. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Thanks. Thank you all for being here. Uh, we're going to yeah. just change it up real quick. Just yeah. make it a little more lighthearted and everything. And then we'll finish up. Um, so are y'all uh, movies, books, shows? What's, uh, what's your go-to? Mine's movies 100%. Like okay. I... I would watch a movie every night as I go to sleep. Nice. She would not. Do you have a list? Do you have like an all-time list? No. <laughs> Anything that involves football, I would say. Uh, so remember the Titans. Remember yeah. the Titans. Oh, yeah. Best Come one, on. right? Yeah, Friday Night Lights. I mean, oh, just great movies. Yeah. Um, I would. I guess I would lean more towards either books or shows. Um, because books, I can decide like when I'm going to stop reading it at that time. And then a show is a short period of time. Mm-hmm. I cannot sit down and watch a movie. It's Shh. not, it's That's no, my wife too. I it's can confirm she cannot yeah. finish no. a movie. Yeah. And I always tell her, I was like, we can stop halfway. We can split this up. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, we won't finish. It. That's why I don't, I don't do that. Cause we will never go back There's to no the cliffhanger movie. There's no halfway yeah. through the yeah. movie yeah. To, to bring exactly. you back. Uh-huh. That's right. Is there a specific uh, book or do you have a genre or anything? I read a lot of like... Um, Self-motivate. Like, 
Yeah, like motivation, no, yeah. motivational books from Christian authors and yeah. things like that. I told myself I'm going to read for fun this summer, though, like some fiction. So if you have any good recommendations, let me know. I've got them. I'll send them okay, to you. Okay, yeah, yeah, send them yeah. my way. That's my, that's my jam. Yeah. All right. Y'all have a favorite uh, local restaurant in Waxahachie? Oh, man. So. We have a new one. Oh. What is it? Um, uh, Dos. Wait. Sorry. Hold on. We forgot the name I of it. I think I know what you're talking about. It's um, the Taco Shack right oh, next to Snowbiz. Uh, suave. Swa- Taco, Taco Suave. Taco Suave. Taco Suave. Wow. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So spot. good. Yeah. We had not been there. Yeah. It was so good. We're doing this thing this summer where it's like every Tuesday we're going to eat at a new taco shop okay. that we haven't had. So recommendations well, on that too. Okay. Yeah, but we've only done was, it once. Yes, yeah, so it's starting <laughs> out. But that was uh, this past Tuesday. That was our, it got recommended in. Yep. Very, very good. They're great. I made the mistake of only ordering two. No. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I did too. And then I saw his like four. Like, can I have a couple of bites? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you had mentioned, uh, I think one of you had mentioned, do you guys, are you podcasters? Do you listen to podcasts? I also listen to, I mean, some podcasts. I, I don't have any specific ones, but most of the time they're like over nutrition or something like that. Yeah. yeah. The Remedy Stories podcast. I, yes. Yeah. Yeah gonna be big big listeners subscribers i already listened to all yeah. of them oh yeah. nice <laughs> even though there are none of well, them yeah. nice. hey by the point this comes out this comes they're, they're probably will be. Yes. i will have listened to all of them that's right <laughs> yeah i uh I, i'm not i want to be like i i've told myself many times that you know i want to like in the car or driving but i think i get to the point where i'm like always in a rush and so i don't worry about like actually pulling up the podcast yeah. and listening to it. Yeah. But yeah. I'll, I'll find one that really gets me and I'll, I'll yeah. do podcast. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'll send you some recommendations. Yeah, there you I'll go. go, there you go. Um, so we've established y'all are sports fans. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all are from the area. Mm-hmm. So I better hear oh, no. the sports teams that that I want you to be rooting for. So I'm a very local guy. Like yeah, we are across yeah. the board. Yeah, Dallas Mavericks, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, Texas Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are our, those are our people. I mean, yeah. I actually don't. As big a sports fan as I am, I don't watch much else. Like I don't. I watch hometown. Yeah. Like I, I don't really watch any other teams until it gets you know playoffs. I watch playoffs, but. I don't care to watch. Like if the Mavs are on, I want to watch that Cowboys. But other than that, I I don't really watch it. Yeah. So yeah, very hometown. That's for good. sure. Yeah. That's good to hear. Dallas right, stars. You know, I'm not a I'm not a native. I mean, I guess at this point, I've been here since 2007. So what is that? I don't know, 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. So I've lived in Texas longer than anywhere else. I grew up in Florida though. Okay. So my allegiances are a little mixed. I'm right. still a Florida Gator. Okay. All right. Um, but I'm a Ranger, Texas Rangers. I'm not a huge basketball guy, so I. Are you a Bucks fan? I am a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Okay, so you've you've yeah. you've had a pretty good little run here recently. Yeah, I, I have, and I you know some people want to accuse me of being a Brady Homer or stuff like that, <laughs> but I have photographic evidence of me as like a ten year old at Bucks spring training. Okay. Um, 
this was like two or three years before they won the Super Bowl. Okay. But they were building that team of Tampa too. Yeah. It was <laughs> right. it was, you know, Mike Allstott, Warren Sapp, mm-hmm. Derek Brooks, yes. Barber, all those guys. So that was fun. So yeah, that's cool. It's been a long time. That's cool. What's your idea of a relaxing time? I think uh these answers will be very different. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. That's what but, we want. But mine is uh, not doing anything. Mine, <laughs> like, if we could turn on a movie and lay on the couch. Popcorn or? Yeah, popcorn. Yeah. Love it. You know, <laughs> snacks. Yeah. And just watch a movie. Like, that. that's that's my idea of just relaxing on a whatever yeah. night, all the nights, you yeah, know. Yeah, free time. That's all what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that like, that's what we're doing. We're yeah. watching a movie. Um yeah. Mine, mine, yeah. mine doesn't involve a movie ever, really. But you know, I can, I can hang out. But we need your, we want your. What is your? I. Oh, this is a really hard question. I don't ever just like chill. <laughs> um, I like to get outside. I think. Would you agree with that? I would agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like I'm like a hike or something. It's kind of, you know relaxing uh, going to a new coffee shop grabbing a cup of coffee like yeah. that's i feel good then I, yeah i think the middle ground that we settle on like is like watching the office like yeah. it's it's not a movie but yeah. we both love the show and we watch the same ones over and over of yeah course. but <laughs> laugh like, just as hard each yes, time yes so, yeah. but that's like that's the middle ground not a movie you know we can turn it off in 30 minutes and yeah yep. favorite office character Oh. Mine's Michael. I know people cringe at Michael, but he is so funny to me. Oh, yeah. oh he's so funny. Uh, yeah, I, Michael. I don't. It's got to be Michael. I right? don't like Dwight. Okay, but, oh, but I know that I he like makes Dwight. the show. Hot take, yeah. You know, you I have know to that. Have him on the show. Yes, without Dwight, it's not The Office. But and then Jim, of course. Yeah. There's, yeah, but um, you mentioned going out like for coffee. What's um, do you have like a favorite coffee spot? Locally, we have a new favorite coffee spot. I know this is a little con- controversial, but we like Seven Brew. Um, okay. That's the new coffee yeah. spot. We love White Rhino, um, but but yeah, Seven Brew might might have our new favorite coffee. Yeah, we. I would agree with that. I I do think we both like going and sitting down, like and relaxing in a coffee shop, which yeah. Seven Brew does not offer. Um, and so, I would say White Rhino. Um, but they do offer loud music and overly energetic people. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> like they took all the coolest people in Waxahachie and just like put them in the, well, the coolest high schoolers, let me say that, right. in Waxahachie and just said, <laughs> and work I, here. Yeah. And I don't know if you've, been, but they're all nice and they all conversate. Like, yeah, they do. They, they are looking. I don't know if like, they hey, pay them extra dango? for this. What do you or have what? planned today? Like, yes. Uh, I'm like, they actually ask you I questions. I don't have it's anything like, planned. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went the day they were given t shirts away. Katrina and I went at 6 a.m. crazy. And okay. it was just like, it was like a, sh- we were, I felt like my body was going into shock <laughs> because my, my expectations for a coffee shop are calm, relaxing, yeah, yeah, chill. And oh, we no. pulled up and it was like Katy Perry was just like yeah. blaring yeah. over the speakers. <laughs> People uh, are like jumping around and waving their arms. And yeah. They were just like, are you so excited to get your t-shirt today? And I was like, uh, yeah. I haven't yeah. even had my coffee yet. Uh-huh. Hold on. Ask me in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's it is it's very different, but like 
coffee wise and they're actually nice like we yeah. we enjoy that um and then i know fresh is a big player but yeah. i don't for some reason that hasn't necessarily i think whenever she moved down here i didn't necessarily know about fresh and it's so it was rhino. like let's go to white rhino yeah so that's kind of where we've kind of spent our time but i yeah. think remedy has like like fresh is you know we s- we sponsor we're sponsored by Fresh. Or yeah, something that's, like that. that's how we found out about it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah not anything official. Sponsored not official. By Fresh. Not yeah, yeah. Official. <laughs> well, there's a lot of we do a lot of stuff with them, and yeah. like, uh, yeah, we uh, Remedy does um, free coffee for teachers and yeah. for city employees at Fresh, and yeah. we've had our Christmas services down there and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, each time I go to Fresh, they're also a customer of mine, like in, uh, in business I work for. And so I'm over there often and everything. And every time I'm there, I feel like I see multiple yeah. Remedy people yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. The, so. the official, unofficial coffee shop of exactly. Remedy yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Well, thanks, y'all, for, for being here on the podcast. Um, but I just want to finish up just the last thing. Um, what does Remedy Church mean to both of y'all? Individually, as, you're, as a couple, new... Newly married still, not quite two years, about to get <laughs> yeah. there. But what does Remedy Church mean to y'all? I think it's just been a place for us to, like, just really grow, especially in such a pivotal season of life, you know, newly married and, and all of that. Um, just, it's so, I think it's just so special to us, um, you know, going back to what we were told, find a place that loves missions and invests in the community and like remedy when we were being told all of that in college like to find a community like remedy we didn't know that we would actually find one so special um and just hitting the nail on the head like everything that we wanted so um i would say it's just really special to us and and we love being here so and you colton what uh, what does remedy mean to you? What has it been? Just you know, going in, just your your daily walk and your just faith and newlyweds. What does that mean to you? Yeah. So remedy, um, I think community was the biggest thing that I was looking for. I know that's how I found the Lord, and that's that's what you know brought me to the Lord was the community that I was around. You know, having good people that are, you know, going to show you and, you know, treat you the right way. Um, And so I think whenever we found Remedy, it was kind of like an instant, like, hey, like, we actually enjoy this. This is, you know, people that I think the first time, like we talked about earlier, the first time we went to, you know, Remedy, we got actually talked to by multiple people, which wasn't an experience that we had necessarily got Hmm. um and so i think that's the biggest thing for me was you know you have people that care and they actually want to know about your life and you know what's going on good or bad um and so that's that's been the biggest thing for me that's good Hmm. well we've really enjoyed just hanging out with y'all today and yeah thank y'all for sharing that and just at times being very honest you know with just some very personal things that have gone on and I've just been encouraged by it. You know, one, like y'all grew up in two different homes and, you know, like I said earlier, like seeing how God has used, uh, at times just the faithfulness of 
parents, mm -hmm. the faithfulness of the Christian community, and uh, but he pursues people in different ways and different yeah. times. Um, I'm encouraged that y'all are here. You know, like we said, like y'all are. There's not a lot of twenty-something young married, no kid families in our church. Yeah. Um, y'all are in a. <laughs> A minority that might just be y'all. I'm not sure exactly. Um, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah, okay, I think it's know, us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, that's that's okay. That's what a family is. Yeah. You know, yeah. in a family, everyone's different age, different stage of life. And I love that y'all are y'all are here and y'all recognize that. And you said it earlier, like just being involved in your MC and seeing other other people ahead of you and wanting to listen to them and follow them. And, um, and I think y'all are doing the same thing, though, for the college students below y'all, you know, and the stage of life where they're at and everything. And just seeing y'all being faithful to that and serving through the college ministry, through the greeting and through uh, Remedy Kids and uh, somewhere for Henry to go and, you know, <laughs> hang out with y'all, you know. And yeah. so uh, I just love that. It's been really encouraging uh, for me to hear y'all's story. And I'm just glad you're a part of our family. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. No, just I, I agree with all that. You guys, you know, you're you're valued and appreciated, and glad you're glad you're a part. So, thank you. Yeah, we, I think we appreciate you all and just yeah. putting this on. Like I know, like this can be really encouraging. And even going back to like when we found Remedy, this is what we were looking for. Like we were looking online for you know just anything that showed us community, like anything that showed us you know, love, you know, within the community and like people that, yeah. that care, you know? And so just having this, you know, being able to hear actual people, you know, talk about life and life at Remedy. Um, I think it's, you know, what y'all are putting on is going to be really encouraging for, you know, anyone that listens. So awesome. appreciate you. Yeah. Thank y'all. It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And thanks to everybody listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Remedy Stories. We hope that you are encouraged and renewed by these conversations. Be sure to join us each week as we experience God's goodness through stories from the local church.